Welcome to the Sales Navigator Live Show with Stan and Bryn. Join LinkedIn expert and sales professional Bryn Tillman and me, Stan Robinson Jr., Chief Coaching Officer here at Social Sales Link, as we bring you the best tips and strategies for leveraging Sales Navigator for your sales success. Enjoy the show. Hello, Bryn. Hello, Stan. How are you today? Excellent. Thank you. Welcome to this hot Monday, although compared to the rest of the month, I can't complain. That's true. It is true, but I'm happy to be here with you in the air conditioning. So Yes, thank goodness. Air conditioning fan as the case may be. So thanks for everyone who's joining us, listening to us as the case may be. Today, we're excited to be talking about Sales Navigator's Smart Links feature. Mm -hmm. And it's one that some people are using and are super excited about, but a lot of folks, especially if you are relatively new to Sales Navigator and still trying to get your arms around search filters and alerts and everything else that goes on on, in your Sales Nav account, you may not have gotten around to the little tab at the top that just says Smart Links. Now, this is available to advanced users, Mm -hmm. advanced and advanced plus. Okay, so if you're part of a team, you'll have access to this. So if if you're using Core and you say, well, Stan, where is that tab? It's because it's only available to advanced and advanced plus users. So if I could share, you can yes. now be a team of one though. So you can actually as a human as one person upgrade to being a team of one. You just pay more and you'll get That's smart right. links. Very cool. Very But cool. what you okay. lose and this makes me sad because it makes very little sense. You will lose LinkedIn learning when you move from core to advanced. So you're going to have to balance out which one you'll use more. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. Sometimes it's a little bit hard to figure the logic, um, but it is what it is, as they say. So in terms of smart links and and what it is, um, I'm sure everyone listening to this has been in a situation where you want to send a file to someone. It could be a video. Mm -hmm. It could be a great PowerPoint. And you run into space limitations if you try to attach it to an email. There's just, there's not enough space for your great video or your PowerPoint. And Smart Links gives you a way around that. Because in a single link, in just one link, you can attach, I believe it's up to 15 different pieces of content. I've never tried that many. Yep. Um, But you can attach multiple pieces of content. They can be documents. They can be video files. They can be PowerPoints. And you attach them and you send the recipient just one link. Mm -hmm. They click into that and they get access to everything that you'd like to share with them. So it is a beautiful feature. Brent, I know you've been using it for quite a while and you love it. I love it. I would say it's probably 
my number one true trigger of buyer intent. So in all of the prospecting that I do, when, when, so here's the beautiful thing, everything Stan said, and when they click through and look at it or download it or click through, you know, it reports to you who's there. Now, this is one of the things I love. I get the link from Stan and I forward it to Bob. So I look at it and now Bob looks at it and Stan knows that we both looked at it, even if he didn't send it to Bob. So anyone that is logged into LinkedIn, it will get, it will attach their name to the activities that they do. If they click through it and they're not on LinkedIn, it will actually ask them for their email. Can they give you a spam email? They certainly can. Yeah. And I've had it done. So they can access, know that even without their information, they can access it. But it is really powerful. And, you know, I have... Well, I'm not going to start my stories because you've got a very good structure and I have stories behind the structure. But before we get to your seven smart links, oh, so this is Gunner, have become one of my favorite features in Sales Navigator, makes for easy sharing and monitoring for engagement. Thank you, Gunner Hood. He is on our team's Sales Navigator. So we're thrilled about that. Um, so thank you for sharing that. So I'll let you go with number one and then I'll start telling my stories in the right place. Oh, well, that is fine. So first, in terms of the, the sales process, prospects, mm -hmm. if you have information that you'd like to get to prospects that's relevant for them, that helps to build value in mm -hmm. their eyes so you're positioned as a resource, rather than just one of the many other people out there that are trying to sell them something, Smart Links mm -hmm. gives you a way to share content with them. So we want to start with that one, Bren. And yeah, so let's say you have lots of different persona. You sell to maybe marketing leaders and CROs and maybe even technology. You've got all these different people. You should have a different smart link hub for each of them. They all want different kinds of content and um, it allows you to really send them what is important to, to them in their role. Now, the key here is it needs to be value. So typically if I'm going to have content, maybe I've curated a piece of content. Maybe I have a podcast that I was on that I want them to hear, right? That might have value. Maybe there's a checklist I want to give them. Maybe there's a link to schedule a call with me almost always in my smart links, right? Want to chat? Here's the link, right? So this is really a hub that if you are talking with someone, you can send it. Now you can create an unlimited amount of hubs. So there are times where I will personalize a hub specifically for a company. And now the deck that I upload has their logo on it, right? And, mm -hmm. and you know, so there's, we can totally personalize this. And the interesting thing, not to go completely like squirrel on you, but um, the in-mail, when you go to send an in-mail, there's actually a place to create a smart link just for that person. So LinkedIn encourages it to be hyper-personalized, but... You know, if you have basic hubs, then um, 
you know, you can send that over and over again. And, you know, when we talk about presentation, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but the one thing I miss, so this used to be called many years ago, uh, LinkedIn. Um, no, I don't remember what it was called. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Why am I blocking? Okay. It was something else. Yeah. A point drive, point drive, point drive. That's right. Okay. It was point yep. drive, right? And so when it was point drive, there was a feature that you could go in and duplicate uh, a SmartLink hub. And that is not in SmartLink. So that's the one thing I miss deeply because I would love, I, I used to have a base, like general thing, and then I would duplicate it and then just add something customized to the first piece of content. But it's not yes, there. not anymore. Okay. Well, note to the product team at SalesNap. I love they, it. It's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can I say something else oh, yeah. to the product team? Another thing that went around. Wait, so we have four members on our advanced sales navigator team. We have Gunner, we have Stan, we have Bob and myself, right? We used to be able to create a smart link and share that smart link with our team members to use. And that's gone too. So I create one and say, hey, Stan, I think your people would love this. And you'd be like, thanks, Bryn. And it would just come over and you would it would say it's now in Stan's list. Anyway, product team, listen to us. We miss these things. Okay. Yes, yes. So all good stuff. Now, one thing that, that we just alluded to were presentations. Yeah. And there are a lot of different contexts when you can use presentations. I mean, if you're going to give a presentation, you can send a smart link for yourself that you can access because anywhere you go to give a presentation, normally you're going to have internet access. And um, although most of us will bring a thumb drive just in case, just in case, just in case. But, uh, but also presentations, if you share a presentation with a prospect and they say, can you send it to us? Because I have other people I'd like to share it with. So Brent, I, I, your thoughts on presentations, because that came up. Yeah, I love this. So a couple things. Let's go, let's start with the presentation live. I'm on stage, I'm on Zoom and people are listening to me speak. And the number one question you get is, can I have a copy of the deck? So create the deck plus your calls to action and other resources and other things. So we have linkedinlibrary.com. That is available in my smart link. So I have the deck. But then I have other resources that get them on the email list, that get them to be able to schedule a call with me if they're interested, right? So there's lots of different reasons to do this. So what do I do? I take the smart link and I will create a QR code for it. And I create, in fact, I'm going to do this. I, I, I know that this is also going to be in podcast, so you won't see the QR code, but I'm going to paste. So typically you guys can see what I do. If you go to socialsaleslink.com slash deck, for those of you that are listening, and for those of you that are watching live, um, if I'm going to stick the QR code, this is, 
essentially, if I were live, I would stick on the screen a QR code so that they could go up and they could scan the QR code. And this would bring them to the smart link, which would tell me that they were there and I could see. So even if they didn't do anything else, I at least I know who was in the audience, who scanned it, who came in, right? And uh, if I don't have a QR code, socialsaleslink.com slash deck. Now, if you get on this now, it's going to be a little bit outdated because I didn't do it live for today. But this is what we do, right? And so I forward, I, I, I update this with a new deck every single time. Uh, and there's lots of resources there. So um, when you're in a presentation, this is a great way, especially if you're not going to get a list of the people in the audience. Um, you'll see, you know, you'll see some, some things. So that's just my thought right now in how to handle, um, using smart links, give them the deck plus a whole lot of other stuff. Mm, yes. Cause I know all of us have heard, Hey, can I get the deck? Where's the deck? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. You can have the deck. And sometimes I start with the number one question I get is, can I have a copy of the deck? And I start with that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Let them go yep. ahead and scan the QR code the beginning of the meeting and then you yep. can keep it rolling. Right. Good deal. Well, one of the most powerful aspects of smart links, and once you try it, you'll say, oh, this is, this is sweet, is getting notified every time someone looks Mm -hmm. at what you've sent them. So it's like, hey, you have a lead. Here's someone that you should talk to. And proposals are one other use case where um, smart links can be super valuable because really? it allows you yeah. to get some, some visibility into organizations you might not otherwise have. So Bryn, yep, I know you've used it for that. Ah, uh, so... I, I use them for almost every presentation, presentation, every proposal. I will update, upload it to a smart link along with a schedule call with me. And sometimes I have a personal letter, great talking with you, almost like a cover letter in the, the front. Um, then I have, you know, the proposal. So it's, it's very personalized and I send it out and then I get to see who they passed it around to, which is great. But here's what's really in my opinion, game-changing. I sent out a proposal over a year ago. It ended up dying on the vine. Not sure. I tried to find out why I didn't get the deal. Uh, they ended up going in a different direction, um, which I have now found out was cold calling training, just FYI. Um, and now they've reached out and said, that didn't work. We'd like to talk to you again. No, they didn't reach out. They looked at my proposal a year later and I got notified. I'm like, oh, what happened? So I reached out, got on a call and they said, look, the cold calling just didn't work. I kind of told you that, but that's okay. Yeah. And now, you know, we have an active proposal out a good one for training. Awesome. I don't know if they would have reached back out to me, but I knew because they clicked on that smart link that they were talking about it again. So. Yeah. 
that is so incredibly powerful. Yes. So when we, we talked about triggers in a previous episode. This is another form of triggers, just alerting you to potential opportunities that you might not otherwise be aware of. Because as Bryn said, with, with this prospect that came back 12 months later, they may not have reached out or they may have intended to reach out. And as happens with all of us, you know what happens. Someone comes into the office, you get interrupted, and the thought is gone. But yes. smart links notified Bryn. Bryn was able to take the initiative. Yes. And, and if they hadn't notified me, I don't think I would have gone back to look at who looked at that that presentation a year later. So to your point, Stan, that notification is a big deal. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Now we've we've also heard and we've also heard that some people are using them across a variety of content that they're sharing, whether it be posts, newsletters, or even landing pages. Mm -hmm. So you're only limited by your imagination as far as where you start to use these. And of course, as, as I know we have Gunnar on the call, and he always says, if you have an idea, test yeah, it. Yeah, I love that. Test right. it. Right. Yeah. So smart links is a great thing to test. You said a couple things, Stan, I just want to touch on. A newsletter is great. Now, if you have a newsletter that's going out inside of, you know, your, your marketing campaign, you may be able to see who's looking at it, but if they forward it to someone, you start to lose visibility. You never lose visibility with smart links. Whomever is clicking on it, is who that that and they're logged into their LinkedIn, which most people are always logged in. You have full visibility. So I love have a newsletter, and then you know a, a call to action is to download a resource, a checklist, some you know, and then use Smart Links to do that. It is a soft gate, right? So we talk about gated content where they have to give you their name and their their information. They are accepting through LinkedIn that they don't read it though. They just click yes. And so it's a soft opt-in. Um, and then typically if I do that, I'll have a harder opt-in in the smart link, right? So I earned the right. And now I say, you want more? Here's another link. And now you go onto my email list. So there, there's a lot that you can do because a typical newsletter, even on LinkedIn, you don't have visibility into who's engaging on it. And this will help you um, if they're not active commenters or reactors, you can miss them. But if they're lurkers, they still may want to download or get more content. So that can be really helpful. You also mentioned on landing pages. Now, I, I mean, I'm open to this, to a discussion on this, but my gut tells me no. And the reason I don't want it on a landing page is I've already done the work to get them here. I don't want them to leave my landing page to go somewhere else. And I don't want more than one call to action. So generally, I would say on the landing page, I want their email. I want their name and email to get something. But whatever they get in their download could have an additional resource in smart links so that you can 
you can um, follow that. So we have a wonderful participant. This is any suggestions also on buyer intent or you'll prepare another great episode. So we love buyer intent. This is a buyer intent, right? How many times they look at it and you can see they looked at it seven times. They looked at it twice today and three times last week, five people in the organization looked at it. So you can really get buyer intent. Um, And you can choose whether you want them to download something or not. Many times I do not offer the ability to download the proposal. So they have to pass on the link in order for for someone else to read it. So, um, you know, there's a lot of buyer intent in there. I would say to answer this question, you want to be very strategic at what content you're putting in the hub and recognize if someone is interested in this, there's a good chance that they're interested in that. So don't randomly create hubs, really brainstorm and identify what what engagement means when it comes to buyer intent. And then what is your follow-up on that? So I don't Mm -hmm. know if that answers that question, but um, anytime a buyer engages with content that leads to your solution, there's some level of intent um, in yeah. in my mind. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because people are so busy today. They, mm-hmm. they will not be taking any time to look at something that is not relevant. Yeah. Uh, so even if it's in the back of their so mind. We got to thank you. You are very welcome. Super. Yes. And thank you for the question, because that's exactly what that's we're, what we're here for. for. Yep. And then lastly, because uh, we, we don't want to leave out the audience of those who are looking for sales talent. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you're a hiring manager and you're looking to bring on new sales talent, smart links are another way where you can get your message. Now, your value here is the value of working with your right. organization, your company culture and everything else that you offer to talent. Yeah, so, I yeah, I love like this one, Stan. I do. And we talked about this earlier. Like, how do we position it that we're not teaching recruiting because we're social sales, social selling folks, right? But here's the beautiful thing about smart links. If you reach out to a salesperson who's making good bank and is pretty happy and you say, hey, I'd love to share a new opportunity with you their chances are they're not going to hop on a call because they're getting recruited all the time. Passive salespeople get recruited. Active salespeople, it's tough. But passive salespeople, you know, the sales leaders want to talk to because if they're killing it at the company they're in, they want to bring them over. So how do you get interest without them having to hop on a call with you? So as a hiring manager, if you create a content hub that it might be um, content around how to get more, how successful sales professionals get more um, client referrals. They go, I'm a successful person. I want more client referrals. 
So this isn't about pitching your company or pitch. This, this is about just getting on their radar and seeing what they, how they bite. Then maybe, or maybe you have then, or you could have a poll that you link to it. If you want them to, to answer a poll, you can, um, or it may be the trigger is if they look at this, we send them the poll to vote on. Um, but we could also put in, you know, um, maybe five ways sales professionals are negotiating better payouts. Who's going to be interested in that? Someone who's not really thrilled with their payout, right? Um, the new, how about commission? The new culture of commissions. How strategically um, the top companies are, you know, are, are paying their sales folks, right? Yeah. You will then so buyer intent, candidate intent. You'll attract the people that might be open to learning a little more. So we call this leading to your solution, not with your solution. I have a position for you. No, right? Because <laughs> they get those all day long. But we can start to identify even triggers on where they might have a gap or be unhappy because they're looking at the article that's around negotiating better compensation, right? So- I'm sorry yes. I went on and on about the one that I didn't want to talk about. <laughs> yes, but great suggestions just in terms of in terms of how to use it mm -hmm. for that specific use case. And ironically, not to come across as too salesy. Even, even when, when selling telling to sales, to sales professionals. <laughs> no, that's right. Start trust-based conversations without being salesy, even when you're hiring salespeople. I love that. Yes. Great. Well, Bryn, thank you. This has been awesome as always. Awesome. We're going to, yep, we're going to wrap this episode up. Look forward to the next one. And uh, yep, pass this on to your friends. And we will see you soon. Thanks for listening. And join us again for more insights on Sales Navigator and social selling strategies that will differentiate you from your competitors and accelerate your sales success. In the meantime, you can go to socialsaleslink.com forward slash library for free content on LinkedIn, Sales Navigator, and social selling.